0: Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you today to episode 10 of Say What?, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the latest social engineering program known as Social Emotional Learning, which seeks to indoctrinate children into one way of thinking, feeling, and relating to people.
2: Well, that's right, George. Uh, much of the buzz these days is about critical race theory, but what parents should realize is that social-emotional learning is kind of the framework that pulls all of these things together. So we're going to spend some time exploring the who, what, where, and when of this topic of SEL, starting with What is social emotional learning? And you particularly have spent a lot of time researching this. So maybe you can start us off.
1: Yeah. And the reason why I have Mark is because I've been hearing this phrase uh, for a while, at least for a couple of years. And then now I've been dealing with it in the public school system with where my sons go. And uh, it just pops up everywhere And it's so different from, you know, when you hear, well, what is the biology curriculum or what is the health curriculum, you know, and we know that, okay, that's CSE and here are the curriculum providers, right? With SEL, this thing is like SEL applied to history, SEL applied to math, SEL applied to CSE or CRT. It shows up everywhere. Um, And so that's where, for me, I was like, okay, this is... This is something, like, deeper and beyond what we've just traditionally dealt with kind of on an individual subject matter basis.
2: And it's no longer theoretical. I mean, you are personally seeing this in the school system that your children are going, going to
1: now. Correct. I mean, every single morning uh, they have uh, their social-emotional learning period. Um, our school district uses a company called Nearpod, um, and we'll get into some of the, the details, but it's a, it's a very intrusive thing that they're doing with our kids.
2: Very subtle and invidious. Yes. So who, who's behind this? Who's behind social emotional learning?
1: So an organization known as the Collaborative for Academic Social and Emotional Learning, uh, C-A-S-E-L, CASEL. Mm-hmm. That's what they call themselves. Um, and in, in a nutshell, uh, Stella Morabito, um, who um, the Family Research Council um, has done some great work with her on exposing SEL, she basically summarized SEL as a national mandate by a monolithic public school system that tells you, how to feel and how to relate to others. Oh
2: my, well, that's that's concerning.
1: And so, yeah, so this is uh, next level of social engineering that's happening in the public schools.
2: Just to give a definition, I guess, social and emotional learning is uh, an integral part of education and human development. SEL is the process through which all young people and adults acquire and apply the knowledge, skills, and attitudes to develop healthy identities. You know, you read these, these statements, and, and it sounds pretty good, actually, right? But it goes deeper, doesn't it? The rabbit trail goes deeper.
1: Yeah, and and I think the, the catchphrase <clears throat> in what you just read was healthy identities. Who defines what healthy is? I wonder. <laughs> and then identities. I mean, we deal with identity politics all day long today, but I think even deeper than that, uh, we're dealing with people um, just making up their own identities, and especially as we know from the whole soji worldview right. uh, they use these words very carefully. But at the end of the day, what they mean by this and how they mean to accomplish what you had just read is is five steps, um, and they have this this circle. Uh, that they always present. And there's five steps to it. There's self-awareness mm-hmm. where they're teaching children how to manage their emotions. Uh, there's self-management where they're achieving them. Uh, they're helping them achieve personal goals and, and collective goals. Mm. Uh, and the word collective keeps on coming up so often, which for me coming out of a communist country, we we had collectives and they're horrible um, you know, everything was collective. Everything was shared, um, you know, at the economic level, right? At, you know, r- sharing of resources. You didn't own anything. No property rights, right? So this word collective keeps on coming up. They're trying, con- trying to condition our children to think uh, as we and no more as individuals.
2: And we shouldn't presume it's by accident that Correct. this word keeps coming up. It's definitely a Marxist term.
1: Correct. Uh, social awareness, well, this one teaches them how to feel and show empathy towards others. And this comes up constantly in CSE because one of the tenets of CSE, when you read even the, the California Healthy Youth Act and how it's being replicated across the country, is it really shows them how to have empathy towards you know, marginalized sexual or gender groups identity. Right. Um, so they, this is where they get our kids because they try to, uh, give them sob stories and then say, well, that's why you have to be nice to these people and accepting and all of that.
2: Hmm. Um, And so there's two more aspects to this relationship skills, which Mm -hmm. is
1: which is establishing and maintaining supportive relationships. Uh, Again, the word supportive is key there, Mm -hmm. because if a person comes out in your classroom and says, well, I'm this or I'm that this is my identity, then you have to know how to just be supportive and affirm their identity.
2: And then responsible decision-making, I guess, is the fifth component of developing healthy identities. Yeah,
1: and this one, again, it's about making responsible and caring decisions. Again, it's all about the other. Uh, And yes, great, I mean, you could almost make this applicable by the vague terminology they use to, you know, love God and love your neighbor, right, as yourself. It almost sounds like it's straight out of the Bible, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's not.
2: It, it does. But what's concerning about this, just from the outset, is all of these things are normally what parents are responsible for inculcating in their children, not a state school. This is very concerning, George. Let me just read this quote that you have here. SEL advances educational Equity, now this is another buzzword these days, and excellence through authentic school family community partnerships to establish learning environments and experience. Uh, That feature trusting and collaborative relationships, rigorous and meaningful curriculum and instruction, and ongoing evaluation. SEL can help address various forms of inequity and empower young people and adults to co-create thriving schools and contribute to safe, healthy, and just communities. A lot of words there.
0: Yeah.
1: Basically what the school system wants to do uh, is become the third parent on your child's birth certificate. That's exactly what they're trying to do with us. Right. Yeah. Uh, and this is the scary part. Um, and, and it's nothing, you know, conspiratory about it. Uh, they're coming right out and saying it that they're going to be co. Everything is co. Everything is together. Everything is school, family, community. Um, and it, it's very, very concerning. When the school starts defining what is a safe and healthy environment, what is a safe and healthy attitude, um, and so th- this is where things get really, really crazy, and you also touched upon the word equity and inequity mm-hmm. um, it it'll start kind of tying in as we go through this discussion to the whole critical theory worldview that we've been mentioning so many times at the start of our podcast.
2: Yeah, we said at the, uh, at the beginning that this sort of serves as the framework for a lot of the other things that POK has been concerned about over the years, namely comprehensive sexuality education. And you can see how this is part and parcel of the state becoming the parent to the children and teaching them such intimate things as sexuality. But now they're even going further and talking about their emotional well-being
1: yeah yeah and so you know how i wanted to touch just real quick um you know the history of s e l yeah how was it developed so nineteen ninety four is when castle was formed uh with this goal of establishing this high quality evidence based and social emotional learning um but they state here, and I quote right from their website, SEL was introduced as a framework yeah. that addresses the needs of young people and helps to align and coordinate school programs and programming. This is scary.
2: Well, they're not even trying to hide it.
1: No. This is the social engineering behind it. And what was even more concerning for me is uh, Castle is like a nonprofit organization. So I'm like, where are they getting all the, this money from?
2: They have some big benefactors, don't they?
1: Yes, because it's been only 27 years since they've been in existence, yeah. and yet they are everywhere. Uh, so two of their biggest benefactors are Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative. This mm-hmm. is uh, Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan. Yeah. Um, and so th- there are billions and billions of dollars behind this movement. Um, And they've been successful um, in starting off very small. They had uh, initiatives in strategic schools throughout the countries. Then they had strategic initiatives for school districts around the country. And now they've reached the point to where they have an initiative called the State Collaborative, where they have eight states who have joined full on into SEL um, and seeing how they can do SEL at the statewide level and then being able to track its impact, right, And and, you know, because at the end of the day, they want to show that SEL is the greatest thing since sliced bread. We need it in the school system because it saves lives and the, the typical things that they say.
2: Obviously, California is one of those states, along with Georgia, Massachusetts, uh, Minnesota, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee and Washington. And I guess uh, this is only the beginning of a movement that's sweeping the country.
1: Correct. Correct.
2: So, George, um, most of these things, as we as we've talked about before, they embrace sort of a common worldview. What, what can you speak to the worldview behind social and emotional learning?
1: Yeah, so this one is very interesting because in the past, where we've talked about um, the, the critical theory being the worldview, and it really stems from um, kind of the, the atheist um, philosophy and mindset and. We saw how atheism in the the 19th century kind of took on this form of communism because you have to apply atheism to everything in life, right, if it's your worldview. Um, And so communism really shaped uh, economies, but Marxism then took on the cultural Marxism route that we see here uh, in the United States and what we've seen in the united states from the 60s is this shift to like eastern mysticism and you know bringing in the gurus Uh, and the meditation um, and so like the hippie movement, right? A lot of that was very influenced by the the Eastern religions, Buddhism and Hinduism specifically. So SEL has a lot of those components. Um, Now they've just renamed them. So one of the most popular terms that they use is mindfulness. And Americans have always used that word, you know, be mindful of this, be mindful of that. But mindfulness under SEL takes on the, the root meaning from the Buddhist worldview, which really comes down to meditation, uh, and you know, how you you guide your emotions, you control your feelings, you're one with something with some power out there. Um, And then everything gets merged with this whole relativism that we've been talking about. There's no more truth, the closing of the American mind that you've brought up so many times. Uh, and, and kind of many other things that result as part of that.
2: You know, this is so interesting. Um, if you watch if you watch carefully the trajectory of uh, American worldview, obviously we started as a Judeo-Christian-based society. And uh, starting in the 1960s, really, this sort of radical secularism started taking hold in the public schools. And we had that secularism for 20 to 30 years, but now we're seeing something different. We're starting to see secularism secularism. secularism turn into Eastern religions and even pagan religions. We've talked about critical race theory and how there's ties to Aztec religions Mm in South America and other places. So it's very interesting, George, that even though we're supposed to have separation of church and state, and a, a specific orthodoxy is not supposed to be permitted in the school system, they're freely opening children up to these Eastern mysticism and pagan
1: ideas. Yeah, and I, I love what G.K. Chesterton Chesterton said over a hundred years ago. He said, "Man, without God, doesn't believe in nothing; he believes in anything."
2: It's so true. Yeah, so true. So it, it definitely embraces a worldview, and they have some buzzwords here. Now, groupthink, I think, is something that uh, is key in this. It's, it's part of the collective. We don't want children to be seen so much as individuals, but part of a broader
1: group or collective. Correct. You always have to take on the group identity, and this is the tribe's thinking. Um,
2: and, and who's defining that identity? Of course, the state is.
1: Correct. So the other thing that um, you're going to hear a lot being driven by SEL is school climate. Mm. So there are, in your school district, there has to be, uh, especially in California, uh, local control and accountability plans that establish school climate. It needs to be safe. It needs to be healthy. Right. Um, SEL is what's driving that. Uh, the whole This new concept of the whole child we're not just here at school to train academically, but we're training them socially and emotionally. That's where this whole concept of the whole child and SEL has become interjected into the school system.
2: And there's one more term of art that's connected with the school climate and whole child, and that is social justice. There we, we, we see it again. So uh, again, it's you, be you can't get away. You cannot get away yeah. from it. So these Buddhist practices, maybe we can talk a little bit more about these. I guess the the five SEL competencies laid out by this organization, Cassell, uh, have a more fertile ground in which to grow and ultimately be embodied by students and adults alike, for example, and you have some examples here, these competencies.
1: Yeah, so this is mind-blowing for me because when you look at Uh, Castle uh, its founders there were two co-founders one of them uh, was Linda I forget her last name right now but she wrote an article uh, in 2015 where you know she started co-started Castle back in 1984 and by 2015 she wrote an article where she said SEL on its own is not going to work Because SEL works from the outside in. Mm. And she gave a couple examples that um, the reason why we cannot look at children just from the outside in, we need to also look from the inside out. And what is the inside out method? It's the mindfulness. It's the meditation. It's them knowing their internal selves, the identity part of them. Uh, And if you can't control both aspects, then you're not being successful in providing a true, complete social, emotional learning. And then she takes those five things that we talked about, uh, the self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, and decision making, and she breaks it down how SEL helps but isn't complete without the mindfulness part. And she shows how the mindfulness part completes each and every one of those five steps in the goals of applying SEL.
2: So, so here's another stark difference between the Judeo-Christian worldview that was part and parcel of American education for almost 200 years, is this focus with SEL on the self. I mean, you see this word a lot. Children are being taught to look inward. Of course, there's no external transcendent standard, right, Correct. that they're to rely on for their morals and their, um, their well-being. They're looking to their own selves, or or even more dangerously to the collective, to their selves joins with other selves that form sort of this overall collective.
1: And that's what they don't say, right? Because we, you know, we... The Judeo-Christian worldview tells us that we are created in the image of God, yes. whereas SEL wants to create every child in the image of the state yes. or the collective. Yeah.
2: yeah, they're very, very dangerous yeah. stuff. So how is how is SEL connected with um, comprehensive sexuality education? So, what's, what's the linkage there?
1: So here, it's interesting because now you can go to just about any of CSE curricula providers, go on their website... And you will start seeing social, emotional learning plastered all over it. Um, I just took an example from Health Connected, which developed the Teen Talk curriculum. Um, And I was interested in going in that one because our school district wanted to pass that three years ago. Mm -hmm. And we fought really hard to put that on, uh, you know, basically. On hold, yeah. Yeah, on hold. And we we were successful. um, But... Here is a quote directly from Health Connected. They're saying, In recent years, social-emotional learning has taken center stage, prompting a shift in the way school districts teach students about emotion regulation, relationships, conflict resolution, alongside traditional subjects like arts and science. According to Castle, a pioneer in the field of social-emotional learning instruction, SEL has the potential to increase students' capacity to integrate skills attitudes and behaviors to deal effectively and ethically with daily tasks and challenges. Teachers have long known that building SEL skills as integrated for students' learning outcomes, but today, how exactly are districts working to ensure all students gain these soft skills? Many are looking at comprehensive sexuality education programs like Health Connected. There's the linkage, right? There's the linkage. They make that linkage for us. They're saying, CSE is already teaching that empathy and that social awareness towards other identities, be they sexual orientation or gender identity.
2: And the next step to empathy is intimacy, right? Correct. Yeah. So, unfortunately, it doesn't stop. The connection doesn't stop with comprehensive sexuality education. This is also connected now to critical race theory.
1: Yes. And this is a very key one because Castle... Has recognized not only that, you know, in 2015 they recognized that SEL was just short of meeting its intended goal, it Mm. needed to be merged with mindfulness, right? But now, more recently, they've updated their website to basically say that we need a new version of SEL and they're calling it transformative. SEL. And this word oh transformative my. pops up a lot, right? Transformative civics, tran- action civics, and things like that. But here they go on to say that transformative SEL, which includes equity and social justice, um, and they phrase it as, CASEL is refining a specific form of SEL implementation that concentrates SEL practice on transforming in equitable settings and systems and promoting justice oriented civic engagement Wow so this is coming together where like in my mind I'm thinking okay critical theory is the worldview the foundation right on which everything rests upon and then social emotional learning is the mortar. That holds all the bricks together. Yes.
2: That they make this quote here: Together we will continue learning through our collective commitment to continuous improvement. If ever there were a Marxian statement, but <laughs> that is definitely it. And I noticed down here, George, it says the core features of transformative SEL include authentic partnering among students and adults with a deep focus on sharing. Now, this comes from right out of um, Advocates for Youth, whose motto is young, powerful, taking over. Yes. Things are turned upside down here. George, in the brief time we have, what can parents do?
1: Well, over and over, through all of the stories that I've read about, you know, people standing up to SEL, teachers standing up to SEL, is it? It, it comes down to us as individuals speaking out. Mm, I agree, and and that's what I've had to do multiple times in my school district. Um, you know, I would find what they were being taught, email the teacher, email the principal, email the superintendent, and just make a fuss about it. Um, and on two occasions, I've been able now to remove. Um, certain lessons from their social emotional learning curriculum
2: so we hope that parents will take george's example and be their child's best advocate because if you don't do it no one else will so that's it for today and we look forward to seeing you next week on say what
0: take care